Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Hello, welcome to the 63rd episode of What the Wealth. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner, certified financial planner. Today, we're going to talk about finding lost property or going on a treasure hunt. This came up a couple of weeks ago as I had a client talk to me about in a, in a review meeting that they had an old, old Roth IRA from years and years ago, and it was lost. They didn't know where it was, if it was at a bank, if it was at an uh, investment firm. They had no idea where it was. And what that did was it kind of jogged my memory for the search that you can do for lost property. And first, a quick story before I kind of tell you how to go about this process. But several years ago, there was a client. We did this. We did the search for another client. So first client, this kind of actually inspired this podcast. The second client was actually a specific find that we found for this client. But uh, so this client, five or six years ago, we did the search for lost property. You can do it through the D- Department of Treasury, usually for most states. And when we did this lost property search, it came up that they had about $2,400 in lost property that had been escheated to the state. And so long story short, you go through this process, you file a claim, you prove that you're really the person claiming the money. Uh, and once that's proved, they send you a check. And in this case, it, w- it totaled to be about $2,400. And actually for them, it came at a perfect time because they were able to use that for some pending medical expenses for their, uh, actually it was the pending medical expenses for their daughter. But it was really just an awesome experience to find essentially this treasure, this $2,400 that they had forgotten about. And so it really just kind of inspired me to, to talk about it here. It's something that I think you should probably check you know, every five years or so, odds of you finding something big or slim, but it is possible, like, you know, like this other client. But it's something just to occasionally check on, not every one or two years, but I would probably check it every five years or so. Uh, so let me tell you how you do it. You, let's start at Google. So we go to google.com and then we're going to type in lost property for state of Tennessee. So you're going to choose whatever state you're in. You can also uh, search for unclaimed property state of, and then whatever state you're in. That will usually take you to the state's treasury, Department of Treasury uh, website. So for Tennessee, it is uh, the Tennessee Department of Treasury. And it looks like they actually have a Special white a special website called claimittennessee.gov. When you go there, it brings you up this this website and it says find your missing money. The Tennessee Department of Treasury works diligently to return missing money to its rightful owners. Get started claiming your cash today. Uh, it also actually says right here on the front page, there's over $1.2 billion of unclaimed property in Tennessee. That is massive. Just think if you had that money and you could shore up your emergency fund or you could add it to a Roth IRA 
or you could add it to an IRA, or you could gift it to your kids, or you could take a vacation. I mean, $1.2 billion of, of forgotten about money is huge. And that doesn't even count all the other 49 states that are in this country. This is just Tennessee. So again, if you're in California, I would go to Google and then type in unclaimed property, California, or lost property, California. If you're in Arkansas, unclaimed property in Arkansas, lost property in Arkansas, whatever the state you're in, that's what you're going to search. And then again, I'm on the Tennessee site now, but this will be pretty similar for every state. So on Tennessee's, there's a section that says search for your unclaimed property. And in this case, it's asking you to select the type you would like to perform, the search you would like to perform, either a person or property. So I'm going to say search by person. I'm going to type in my last name. I'm going to type in my first name. And then I will type in the city I lived. So I just searched Knoxville. We're going to search properties. Nothing comes up. So I have apparently no missing property that I've forgotten about in Knoxville. Now, now I live in Chattanooga. So we're going to search Chattanooga, search properties. No properties match your criteria. So apparently, as for the state of Tennessee, I have no missing property. But I used to live in Arkansas. So I'm going to go back to Google. I don't know what exactly Arkansas's website is. So we're going to type in lost property in Arkansas. Looks like theirs is called auditor.ar.gov. And then there's a link at the top that says search unclaimed properties. We're going to click that. Brings up a very similar form. So this is asking for last or business names. We're going to do the same thing. Type in my last name, type in my first name, and then I will type in Little Rock, which is where most of my time has been spent. So sure enough, I actually have a piece of property here in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I actually knew about this one, but I wanted to come back to this page to go through this process. So this is actually from me based on I went, put in my last name, put in my first name, put in my city. It allows me to claim this action. And it's saying it's from eBay. It has my old former address there. Um, we don't live there anymore, obviously, because we live in Tennessee, not Arkansas. And it tells me the amount, this amount is somewhere between zero and $50. And, and actually, once you go on to click claim, and you click file a claim, and it, it's going to walk you through a process to file a claim to prove you are that person. And so you'll have to go through those steps. In this case, I am not actually going to, to fill this thing out and claim the money because I know what this is. This is actually a credit on an old eBay account, like a seller fee credit, where um, I had sold something. There was a fee for, for me as the seller where they kind of took that fee off of the price of the, the goods sold. And I don't remember exactly. I mean, this has probably been 20 years ago, but there was some sort of fee back or credit back, I guess, when I closed the account or something and so this is actually for an old eBay account. I don't even have access to anymore. I have no idea how to get into it, but it's not like a, a dollar that they're going to send back to me. This is a credit against a future listing fee. So if I sell something again, 
they will apply this credit against future seller fees. So there's not actually hard dollars for me to get here, um, but it does actually happen to show up in the search. Usually what people find when you go through this process is maybe a utility deposit, utility company deposit that you had forgotten about, maybe a small gift card or, or, or store credit uh, to a certain store. There might be an old account that, let's say you closed a bank account, and, and after you closed it, there was a, a very small interest payment paid to it and that you had forgotten about or you didn't go back to claim. Maybe they'll escheat that to the state. Um, so they're, they're usually pretty small dollar amounts. It's not to say that there are not larger amounts there, but usually the larger the amount, you're going to remember. I mean, if you have $50,000 at the bank, you don't just forget about that. You're you're going to go get the money. So I, I would not expect huge dollar amounts, but it is kind of fun to kind of go and see what's out there, what's owed to you, if anything, and and how much is it? I would check around. If you've lived multiple places, I would check multiple places, not just the state you live in or the, the town you live in, but check the other places you've lived because you might have something from, from somewhere else. So I just thought this was was handy. Um, it would be super cool if you do actually go through this and you find some treasure. Let me know. Send me an email at jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Let me know what you found. I think that would be super cool if you're able to go through and actually find something. I will say if you do, it can take a little while to, to actually claim the money, but I guess that's not bad. The money was missing to begin with and you didn't know about it. So if you if you end up getting a couple hundred bucks, uh, that you didn't know about, then, you know, maybe you treat yourself to a nice dinner or something. So that's it for, for this episode. Go on, go on to lost property at your state. See if you can find some, some forgotten about treasure. If you do let me know, send me an email to Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use. And if you haven't already, Go to uh, go to YouTube and type in Jonathan What the Wealth or What the Wealth Jonathan Bedner, uh, and subscribe to What the Wealth. Where we've got five or six videos on there. We're adding more as I record many, more videos. So subscribe to those videos, and you'll also get notified when a new video is published on the What the Wealth YouTube page. So thanks again for listening to episode sixty three of the What the Wealth podcast. Be confident in your retirement. Create the life you love. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.